chapter 15, verses 1 through 6. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and of one mouth Glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I like that. That ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Paul is continuing his thought of consideration for our weaker brothers and sisters in Christ. The strong ones in Christ ought to show consideration for the feelings and prejudices of the weak believers. Paul was an example of what he taught. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 13, he writes, Wherefore, if meat makes my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. In other words, Paul is saying, I can eat meat. There is nothing wrong with eating meat, but I will not eat another piece of meat if it will offend my brother in Christ, causing him to stumble in the fate. Listen, we must have the same attitude. The bottom line is our goal is to always do the things which edify the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Verses 7 through 14. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. And again he said, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah said, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now the God of hope. I like that. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to, to admonish one another. Now, we have to receive each other, scruples and all, <laughs> just like Jesus accepted all of us, Jews and Gentiles alike. Then he shows his confidence in them that they would indeed carry out everything he had instructed them to do. All right, let's look at verses 15 through 19 of chapter 15. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ had not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Isle 
Rickham, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Now, Paul was chosen by God to minister the gospel to the Gentiles, to bring into the fold those who would hear and believe, and he refused to take credit for all that was done through him. Listen, to God be the glory. In everything that we do, to God be the glory. All right, let's look at verses 20 and 21. Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. Listen, Paul refused to compete with the other apostles. He went to areas where no apostles had gone and preached the gospel there. Churches were formed and elders placed over them. All right, let's look at verses 22 through 24. For which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. But now having no more place in these parts and having a great desire these many years to come unto you, whensoever I take my journey into Spain, I will come to you. For I trust to see you in my journey and to be brought on my way thitherward by you, if first I be somewhat filled with your company. Now, Paul tells them uh, that he desired to come to them earlier, but was greatly hindered. Then we see Paul looking for new territory to conquer with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome? My God, that's awesome. Look at verses 25 and 26. But now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints, for it had pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. Now, Paul wanted to go to Jerusalem to take a collection, an offering from the Macedonia and Achaia, which, which were uh, Gentile churches, to the poor saints in Jerusalem. Now, he wanted it to take it in person. Why? Because he had at one time persecuted the church in Jerusalem and he wanted to make up for that by taking the collection or the offering to them. All right, let's look at verses 27 and 28. It has pleased them verily and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. When therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, I will come by you into Spain. Now, the Macedonia and Achaia, uh, which they were Gentile churches, these Gentile churches were obligated Paul says to Jerusalem to pay a spiritual debt with their corner things, which was with money or etc. He tells them that after he takes care of delivering the collection to the church in Jerusalem, he will come to them. All right, let's look at verses 19 through 33. And I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now, I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake. And for the love of the Spirit, that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Now, Paul asked them to pray with him for him for two things. Number one, that he would be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea. And number two, that the church in Jerusalem would accept the gift offering. I want you to know that Paul's prayer was answered. His life was spared in Judea, and the church in Jerusalem accepted the collection from them. And he did come with joy to Rome. 